Hi, I'm Bryce, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Casey, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Patty, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity, God, together in your name, God, we ask that you, we give you all the glory and praise and honor as we do these things today, that we do it to lift up your name tonight, God. We ask that you move across this podcast, move across the web interfaces, God, that you would bring this podcast to somebody and give them some nutrition for their walk throughout this life, God. We ask that you give them some sustenance to live on from Sunday to Sunday, God. We honor you and we praise you and we glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Welcome back, family. You've reached the Ready to Preach podcast. We're excited to have you on tonight. We are uh, we're joining back for another episode. Yay! Yeah. Woo-hoo. No, we're that's, here. That's to, not fake excitement. No, we're here. We're we're ready to rip. We've been we're going to let her rip tater chip, right? Rearing and ready to go. I'm excited about doing another podcast. It's always fun. We've had a uh, had a long week last week. Kind of got bounced around due to some weather issues and. It's not very great right now, but we're going for it in Jesus' name. Amen. That's definitely better than it could be. I, was, I mean, if you've seen some of the <laughs> places that all of a sudden getting weather they've never had before, and it's like we're like, this is normal. That was, that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're uh, we're gonna start this thing off in normal, ready to preach fashion, and we're gonna go around the table and see how everyone's doing. Casey, you're up. Doing great. It's been a shorter time since we've seen each other last in this setting because <laughs> last week we had to do it Thursday. So less time for me to not do a whole lot of anything, but I worked and I worked Saturday. I don't remember what else I did Saturday, but I did something. And then we had church Sunday. Yep. Um, both services were good. All three services, yeah. I assume, are good because we have the morning in Bangor now and morning Ooh, yeah. over in Claire. And Which is begin. It's so much easier. Why were we stressed out about that? I was literally. Chicken babies? I had to go to the doctor today. And, you know, they ask about concerns that you had. I was like, well, I had a stress rash a couple of weeks ago. Like, is that something I should be concerned about? Could it be like underlying factors? And she's like, no, you're just stressed out. And that definitely fits with your character. So it's great. Um, <laughs> so we, expect, we basically we expect Casey to have stress. Yeah, r- my doctor rashes. was not surprised at all. But I was thinking about either. that. I was so worked up over it that I literally had a bodily reaction to it. And now we're here. And it just seems like it's. I want to say easy in the sense that it's not something that's important or something that we have to put effort into. It's revered and respected, but it's like God's got our back. It's not scary anymore. It it already feels like it's nothing different. It's normal. Right. I think think change is always scary at first. Until you do it, and then you're like, why didn't we do this a year ago? I'm going to say she (laughs) kind of. I don't know if I'd go back a year, but I'm going to say she kind of gets some of that change, fear of change from her uh, grandma and from her aunt. It they is are, what it is. They are definitely not big uh, it's fans not of change. Them. It's a normal yeah. human reaction. Uncharted territory. You don't know what's coming, but there's a lot of responsibility attached to what yeah. we're doing. You know, yeah. there's a lot of lives. Our own lives are at stake. You know, our own sanity is at stake. Yeah. You know, when this is a big step, even for anybody, much less a bunch of twenty year olds. Yeah. And Patty. Thanks. I was about to say, just leave Patty out. I was hoping you wouldn't say anything. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. And Patty's so sweet to me because I thought Patty's 20 20 at heart. (laughs) I was going to say, in Patty's defense, without knowing how long she went to church and that before, but if you add it all together, like with me, I consider myself, when they say the young preachers, as the same because I've only been going to church for about 20 years. So therefore, technically, I'm only about 20. That's what middle-aged people say to make themselves feel better. I don't feel <laughs> young. I will die on that hill. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I probably will, especially if it's too far to get to the top. No, we've we've definitely uh, 
I think the first thing, first day was a like a fear thing, but it's like, this is what it's we're like, made for. Oh, well, you know what fear okay. is, right? False evidence appearing real. False evidence yeah. appearing real. Yeah. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. I feel like we have to address things like that for what they are, you know? Fake. Yep. And that is the only real fake news. Yep. Fake news. Or even things, you know, that, you know, bodily illness, just for an example, something that is trying to convince you of something, something that's severe. untrue or something that's trying to prevent you from stepping into a place that you're supposed to be in. I had issues a couple months ago and I decided to wake up every day and say, you can't have my calling. Mm-hmm. There you go. Can't have it. You can't have it. And I was thinking about it the other day because I was thinking about your dad talking about how he had issues with his feet and he just woke up one morning and realized that he was healed and didn't ever Praise think about it. it. Right. I was like, I haven't had issues with my hands or my wrists in over a month now. And I was having them every single day, but you can't have it. Yeah. So that's my praise report for the week. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. It's not up for grabs, awesome. is it? No. No. Nope. God gave sometimes it to me. Sometimes you and just I'm have to declare it. that over your life. Yeah. You know? Not sometimes. Amen. I'd say probably right. we ought to say any time that there's something that you're doing that you know is what God wants you to do. If there's anything that seems to be going the opposite way, it's like, hey. No, 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 no. You don't. It's not what God said. So I'm yep, saying. exactly. Exactly with the anxiety and it's not fear God, it's to not an extent what, of coming here and doing this. You can't have my call, and you're not going to intimidate me out of it. It's exactly. not what God said I can. Exactly. God's gifts and his callings are without repentance, and I'm not sorry for having them, and you can't take them. Yeah. Yep. And in God your, loves me, and I love you, and there ain't a thing you can do about it. Exactly. <laughs> That's been my week. Okay. I hear that. That's good. I think we need to get into more of a, a gratitude-type mentality, even for things that we don't think about being happy for. Right. You know, or grateful for is like, oh, my eyes are blinking today. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have itchy, dry eyes. Thank God. Uh, my skin is moisturized. Thank God. My bowels work. Thank God. My feet work. Thank mm-hmm. God. Or even to go with what she's saying about you can't have my home, we need to stop playing defense and playing the victim and just go on the attack and say that's what you can't. <laughs> Mark is attacking every single sermon that I have halfway planned today. Not on purpose. I know. That's Hopefully okay. it's in a good way, like it's confirming. <clears throat> and not like just, tr- yeah, just continue the thought. It's continue the thought, Mark. I want to hear this. But, so that you can't, um, and I'm pro- I probably guarantee I'm probably going a different way anyway, because I'm wired a little differently than everybody else, and that's been obvious anyone that ever listens to me do anything. Um, it's just you have to. Go on the attack. You have to do like she said, where he says, you can't have my calling. It's like, okay, well, you can't have it, and I'm going to do something with it, and you can't stop me. A lot yep. of the times, a Christian's first mistake was ever assuming they had to play defense. Yeah. I think I talked to you one time. I'm still planning events as soon as I can find a way to make it work. A sermon kind of revolves around the, the prevent defense in football. I hate that defense because all it does is prevent you from winning. Right. And that's what we do as Christians is we put ourselves in that prefense defense. We'd rather put guys back deep so that we know that, yeah, we can't maybe stop this, but we're not going to let them pass a certain point. Well, well you've been playing aggressive the whole game. Why back off now? Why why stop? Why now? worry about, you know, if it's worked for 58 minutes, it's going to work the last two as well. Exactly. Not only am I not going to give up on this calling that God has given, you can't have it, first of all. Second of all, I'm going to use it to do what God told me to do with it. Yeah. I'm going to destroy that kingdom with the power of God. Booyah. Yeah. Take as many souls as I can to heaven with me. Yeah. Amen. 
Take that, devil. You're going to have an empty bus. Yep. Well, Casey, you've had a great week. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Patty? I've been, I've had a, <laughs> I've been having, I've Wait been a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to ask Casey. Yes. Okay. How has your fast been? It has. Oh, that's a good one to been ask. going. Um, I definitely am feeling the cravings for meat more and more. The farther we get, there's some pepperoni in our fridge that has been calling my <laughs> name for the last week. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been good in terms of growth, I think, you know, despite what I want and feeling like I'm denying myself, which is the entire point of a fast. Yeah. I've felt like I've been more in tune spiritually. Okay, you got to stay off the, that No, phrasing, you right? step no. all over hey, hers. All you do is step all over what I got. Just sit back there and be quiet for a minute. At least, at least I know she's going somewhere Anyways, way different than where I'm but going. But I feel like I've been, you know, more in tune spiritually. There are things that just make sense now, I guess. I used to struggle with sermon titles and scriptures and things like that. And every once in a while now, I'll just get one that hits me out of the boot. I'm like, that's good. Thanks, buddy. I'm glad that you have great <laughs> ideas and share them with me yeah. <laughs> every once in a while. Um, I think that God's doing great things because we are choosing to corporately fast and corporately pray with the same goals in mind. Can I make her retract that statement and phrase that and take out the I think? I, and I know I, that God is doing things mm, because we're doing this corporately. Okay. Yeah, I know. We've seen with our eyes. Yeah. We've seen physically with our oh, eyes. Yeah. And spiritually, a drip in the bucket of what God wants to do. Yeah, that's right. So good. That's great. Casey or Patty, you're up. Now we're finally (laughs) on the Patty. I've had a good week too. It's been pretty interesting, to say the least. It's been. uh, I, I I'm still I'm still not over Sunday night. I know. That's not a bad thing. Who is? I'm still not the devil. Sunday night. Oh, that's he's his problem. That's his problem. Yeah, he can. He's gonna be mad for a long time on a, that one. As I yeah. like to say, when people are like, "Well, I don't like this," well, it sounds like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> still, my flowing. Speaking on Sunday night, we had a outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yes, and I don't think he was all the way poured out either. No, no. he's just showing us just a little glimpse of what he's of capable what of. What he has in store for us. If we continue to do what we are supposed to do, continue listening, continue praying, continue fasting. Continue preaching the gospel, continue loving, continue having compassion for those outside the walls. Man, I can't wait to see what God is going to do. Yes. And this younger generation that I see coming up is going to be unleashed. Awesome. It's it's just amazing what he has in store for this younger generation. Very bold. To see, to see what they have done already is unbelievable. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what he has in store for us. Yeah. I just want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad to be a part of it. Exactly. I'm glad to see it starting now. Yeah. You, you'll you get to live long enough to see the, the things come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Be beautiful. How's your fast been for you, Patty? Um, the fast has been going pretty well. I have cravings a lot, though. This last, this last uh, week was hard because my daughter loves to bake. And I am a chocolate lover. <laughs> and everything was chocolate cake and chocolate balls and chocolate drizzle. And 
<laughs> chocolate, 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 chocolate. Anyway, chocolate could be prepared. It was. It was chocolate. Like, oh, mom, you can't have this. Oh. As she's sitting there feeding her face. No, she's oh. just baking. Oh. <laughs> just for funsies. And then, um, well, she's a baker now, so she's you know has her own little business going on, and I'm proud of her. She's doing really good. So she has her family try everything, you know, see how it tastes. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, I'm putting my order in right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have it ready by Sunday, Sunday at 1.15. Sunday night, it's on. <laughs> so, but it's going pretty good. 1.15, because you want that to sit there until you got something to munch on on the way over to the uh, official to the break. Yep. So besides Sunday night, have you seen any, like, effects on... Your spiritual walk, your daily life, your actual, your physical life, even. Yes, um, I'll well, share a little bit. Let's hear it. Um, and instead of uh, reacting a certain way, I've changed my reactions to certain people. Um, instead of lashing out, I've noticed that I say, "Can I pray with you?" Yeah. Instead of lashing out <clears throat> at somebody, I say. I think I think we need to pray together. Let me let me just pray with you right now. And maybe they don't want to at that time. Right. But it's okay because I have a feeling in my heart that I'm changing. Exactly. Inside out. So instead of lashing out back, I'm like I have like a peace inside of me. So like this chaos can be around me, but then on the inside I can feel the peace come over me and say be still. Peace a, beyond understanding. Wait a moment. Exactly. Even though things are going crazy, hold on just a second. Let's pray together. Let's see what, what the Lord has, has for us. So I had the exact same experience this last week. I don't remember what day it was. I think it was Thursday or Friday. This lady just, I'd parked. I didn't park right because I was, I was just walking in, helping a friend out for two minutes, walking out. I wasn't blocking anybody, but I was, you know, parking. And this lady came out and unleashed on me. Hmm. Just ripped me a new one from head to toe. Called me everything she could think of. Indecent, disrespectful, hateful, stupid, idiot, all that. And I literally didn't say a word. Good job. And it's not like I wouldn't normally. Like I, right. would, I wouldn't normally go out and cuss somebody out or something like that. But I would say, hey, you can give me some respect or I... I I'm not going to do anything you say. Mm -hmm. I didn't say a word. I walked over, moved out of the way, even though I wasn't in the way. Did Spent my 30 more seconds in there helping a friend take some trash out, and then boom, I left. And I was like, God, I don't know what that was or what that was about. And I really don't know how I didn't, how I didn't keep my, how I didn't open my mouth. It was like you sealed my lips shut. I didn't get mad. I didn't get furiated with her i didn't combat her but it's like but then i thought about it and the lord was working with me it's on that overwhelming peace over you exactly and and god was god was telling me he said look when someone comes at you in that manner they're looking for a reaction they're expecting a reaction because everyone in the world is reaction i didn't call you to react when you hold that reaction inside of you and don't speak out or lash out like you want to naturally in your flesh, you hold the power over the conversation. Mm -hmm. When you go, when you go after them, you give them the power because 
who knows? Cops could have been called tow trucks, whatever, you know. I just politely did what I was supposed to, moved over. Didn't say a word, and I said, that was strange. <laughs> and who knows? Because you, your silence, she probably later said, why did I do that? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I thought. Because if you lash out on them, it gives them the authority over you saying, mm-hmm. Ex- this is what I was looking for. I was I was like, you're going to have to do better than that yep. to get me going. Anyhow, it was exactly the same thing that you're going through, Patty. It was quite awesome, actually. Mm-hmm. It was like, that felt really good. It was like when Jesus was being trashed and the Bible says he didn't even open his mouth. Mm-mm. And it felt good to be Christ-like in one moment of my life. <laughs> Mark? Uh, my week has been really good. We already touched on church, um, which was all really good. Um, haven't had any work yet, at least not for my normal job. Um, did dip into with... Um, Bryce and or not Bryce with uh Riley and with Lenny, we are redoing the church website. Yep. And we're just kind of doing it ourselves now. Where what where can you find the website? Uh well it's not completely finished yet, but you can find it. It is um redemptionchurchoec.com. Okay. We got it up there. We had to make sure we'd reserved the um domain name is the main reason that it's up there now, but still got some stuff to finish off, but it's gonna be good. It's got stuff. It's gonna have stuff there for the different events that are going on at all the church locations. Podcasts gonna be available. There. The podcast. There's a page for that on there. If um, you're interested in putting faces to names, there's pictures of us. With we need our, new pictures. <laughs> so I'm glad we we are getting them. So with with our biographies on them, kind of just a quick little thing about us. And yeah, it's, um, it's helpful to put a face to a name. Yeah, we put a created an email to we're putting a page on there for prayer requests. So if there's things that you want that you, maybe you want someone to pray with you about or something like that. Once that part's finished, you can go there and it'll send an email and then all the pastors at the churches will get it. And then you'll have a chance to get a response from one of us, get a prayer from somebody, get, you know, just even if it's the case of you just want someone to listen, what you're saying, it's going to be a helpful tool for anybody. Exactly. So that's, that's been fun. (laughs) I like doing stuff like that. Yeah. How's your fast been treating you? Really good. Really, really good. Um, it's odd. I'm not, well, occasionally there, are, when I get around certain things, I get a little bit of a craving, but for the most part, I don't. Exactly. Like I started doing like you do, Bryce. I, I do the, a couple of days a week, do the, the liquid fast, where it's just liquids and that's it. And so that for me, the last past week ended Sunday night. Yeah. No, I didn't at midnight decide to start hunking down anything, <laughs> whatever I was eating, but, but just went to bed and I got up and it was probably after lunch, bef- afternoon before I even decided to even start eating anything. I woke up, wasn't even hungry. Yeah. So that's good. That's uh, something I'm glad that not, I wouldn't say that God inspired me, you know, me in general to do, but it's one thing that has been, was heavy on my, my mind and my heart is like, I need to be serious about this, more serious than I've ever been because I've normally done it just for lip service or have done it just as a reaction because everybody's doing it, you know? Yeah, we're guilty of that, all of us. Exactly, and I didn't do it to the extent that I know I was not I was capable of, but I didn't push the limit of what I thought should be done. So I was like, you know what? Three days, water fast. And and Bryce can guarantee this, or he can vouch for this. When you do that, when you do like the liquid fast, 
you maybe you're like, oh, I'm I'm not hungry, I'm fine. But when everyone else around you is eating, when it goes to day <laughs> when when day two starts to break and it's about thirty five to forty hours in, and you're like, man, I'm pretty hungry actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you're just like, Lord, sustain me, Lord, fill me. the The meal I eat before I go into the the seventy two hour fast. Is like, Lord, give this meal longevity in my soul. <laughs> give this, give me sustenance for three I want days. Bread, on red meat, and rice, because that will stick around for a while. Right. <laughs> but anyhow, it's unbelievable the clarity you have. Oh, yeah. When your stomach is growling so loud that it's like, man, feed me, feed me, feed anything. I'll take crumbs, anything. You're like, nope, I want the Lord to sustain me. And it's like, you can hear so clear, you can think so clear. Things become like visible. It's like yeah. things come to reality. And I don't know if it's been the same with you, but there's been a lot of those times that even like when I can kind of, I know I'm hungry, but I don't really feel it. I don't hear. I just like, I know it's like I should be hungry, but I'm not worried about that. I'm not really paying attention. To that. It's kind of like to where you don't even notice it sometimes. And I think personally for me, I think God is wanting to help me overcome my mind. And that's a big point and a big thing in there and within that. Because you can tell by looking at me, I love to eat, you know, yeah. and I'm not I'm not scared to go to the dinner table and call let it, loose. Call us anything but late for dinner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I think God is trying to help me overcome the, because some people have very, that's where temptation starts. Yeah. Maybe it starts in your eyes or your mind or your, it comes in your ears, but God is wanting to help take control of that. And I think doing this fast is really really, really opening my eyes to that, yeah. to know that there is power within that and to know that he is capable of doing that for me. I would agree. That's yeah. a big one for me. Okay. Bryce, how's uh, your week been? My week's been really good, actually. It's uh, quite rainy and icy out. I've been walking Maya out to the car. She's she's at five months pregnant now, so it's quite wild to think about that to begin with, that I'm going to be a dad here in a couple months. And then on top of that, it's I'm holding her hand going down the icy stairs, you know, being concerned and cautious about every step being took, you know. Yeah. It's it's quite a not a change for me. I've always been concerned about her, but not in the way that I have now. You know, there's a different level of care there, I yeah, think. In the in the past you just would go out, you salt and the steps and shovel and stuff and that was it. Now you're help walking her down the stairs. Exactly. And it's quite eye opening. What a what a change will happen when <laughs> there's another when little Rhett comes around. Yeah, when there's I another life involved. I you guys have involved. made it farther and now than you have left to go. Yeah, she's yeah. only got like 16 weeks left. So it's uh, been quite the journey con- concerning that topic there. It's uh, had a lot of doctors for me. I didn't know you had to go to so many. Yep. It's only going to become more, you yeah. know, as she goes. But it's been pretty cool, actually. Okay. It's wild to think that that, that can happen. It's like you're, she's growing a, a human in there. That's pretty wild, actually. <laughs> and then seeing the ultrasounds is like, this dude's waving at us. He knows <laughs> we're here. So, no, it's been, that's been good. Um, How about your fast? My fast has been wild, to say the least. I've seen things. I want to say it's been fun. It, it's extremely fun. Extremely, extremely, extremely. How does that sound? The, the highest level of extreme that it can be rewarding. Yeah. So rewarding. But I think it's all due to part of being real about it and the mindset. The reason behind it now is not just because everyone's doing it. 
Now it's because we we've always knew why, but we did it because everyone was doing it. We did it because we did it. Now we know. Not only do we know why, we're actually doing it because we want to do it. We're expecting things too to happen, and <laughs> seeing them happen, it's like you're not surprised because you've been praying about it. It's like it doesn't surprise me, but to happen right now, and it makes you not want to quit, and it makes you realize that when Jesus fasted forty days and forty nights, you're like, I can only do three. Yeah. And I'm begging for food, you know? I'm begging for something. It, knows, it doesn't say what it was, so it could have been something similar to Daniel. It could have been all liquid. I don't think it, for him it really mattered. <laughs> I don't think he ate anything. Yeah, That's a possibility. I don't think he ate anything. That's why Satan's like, make a loaf of bread and eat it. You it's can like, do it. Yeah, you are you are correct, sir. So one thing you've said true in the past few thousand years <laughs> is that I could do that. That's not a lie. I can do that. <laughs> but with that being said, I... Uh, I'm excited about it, and I think we should. This should just be a stepping stone into the yeah. to the next phase of what step we do. One. This is step one, and I think it should get harder, tougher. I think God wants to work with people who are serious about what He says to do, and He's proving that as we speak. You yeah. know, through our church services, through sermons that have been engrafted to us, through teachings and and preachings that have happened. You know, here in the past couple of weeks, it's like, man, what a difference you've seen just. By fasting, don't want to stop it. So that's been pretty good. I, uh, like I said, we've been doing some water fasting, and that's that's pretty hard. I'm with you on that one. I, I, I've bought in. I've <laughs> in. I've got. You can ask Bet. We got a guy sitting over here who's doing everything he can to ignore anything that we're doing. Watching a little video on his phone over there, not listening, not listening to a bit. <laughs> um, but he could attest. I've got cases of these things sitting around the house i waters. buy two or three cases of these waters whenever i see them yeah anyhow with that i think we need to move on to our our topics for tonight mm-hmm. we got some some common commonly asked i would say christian lifestyle questions kind of like a we could almost go like a like what espn does like an around the horn or rapid fire we've got a, a few topics that we're gonna our our go takes over. on what should happen concerning these topics and there's way more, and we, we got someone who I've asked, and they're going to provide us with some questions, legitimate questions like that they have themselves. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for those. The one I've seen is going to be pretty good, depending on how, how they go at it. So Okay. These are just going to be a short, a quick little, a quick lesson saying, hey, we're going to get this, us ready for that stuff. We're going to skim through this and, and give our best educated opinion, I think, yeah. or educated Rapid fire. Yep. Rapid fire. That's why I said rapid fire. Or I like to show around the horners. They just have like four people and they go through. They got a topic and boom, they boom, get boom. so much each time. All right. Let's hear it. All right. So one of the ones at the top of our list. What was that for? Me and Patty were laughing at each other. Was it something I did? No. Oh. I going to say so. I'd repeat it. Um, modest <laughs> living. I think Casey wants to tackle that one first. Hit it. I think that there's something to be said about modesty in living a Christian lifestyle. Um, whether that be in terms of, you know, physical dress, not that we close line preach, but I think whenever you come to a certain point, there is a standard that is set, not necessarily as a Christian, but as leadership, I think, more yeah. than anything. Oh, I think as a Christian too, yeah. you should be covering up what you got. But I also think there's modesty in other parts of your life too. Exactly. You know, there are... One that comes to mind is like wealth or whatever. I would say that's more not modesty, but moderation. Yeah. 
No, they're related, I would say. Yeah, that's exactly. A, that's a, a safe one on that. I think that being a Christian, a big part of it is being called to be humble in a lot of ways, too. Exactly. And it's all together in one, and we think of them as separate things. Yeah. But they're really not at the end of the day. Right. I don't think. Does anybody else have any? I think they're wrapped up all. In, I think they're wrapped up all together in one thing. Um, it's attributes of the Holy Spirit. Uh, humble, meek, kind, compa- or not compassionate, but gentle, long-suffering, you know? And I think more than things need to be changing on the outside, I think obviously that you'll get some inclining to say, okay, I need to change a couple things, but the inside is going to be the what guides you to change the outside. I think the outside is always going to be a reflection of, the of what is the inside. Oh, that, that fits perfectly with one of the verses I found then, especially the way she said that. Let's hear it. It's from our good buddy, Paul. Yep. They're all our good buddies, but Paul just talked a lot and wrote a lot. Right. So 2 Corinthians one twelve, for our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have had our conversation in the world and more abundantly to you, Ward. Right. So it's 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 showing that our sensibilities have changed, our thoughts have changed. So it's, it says we have had our conversation in the world. Right. And then the second half is but and more abundantly to you, Lord, which is towards God. So it's now it's we started with this, and now because we know the reason we rejoice, we know all that. Now we want to we want to have a greater conversation from here on than the amount that we had on the stuff in the world. Right, and, and be clear too that you can dress the outside up and get away with it for so long. Oh, yeah, it says outwardly you are, are you look like a whitewashed a sepulcher. sepulcher. You look you're full of dead man's inside, bones. I was gonna say inside you're full of dead man's bones. You can clean up the outside as much as you want, but I think true cleaning starts inside. I know true cleaning starts inside because man looketh on the appearance, but God judges man's heart. So I made this. Um, like analogy, so we swi- we've switched up our Sunday school. We're on a new top set of topics now. We're going a couple weeks on. We're doing salvation, water baptism, tithing, and church attendance. Yeah. So we hit salvation first, and I put it this way: it's like we get this mindset of to get saved, we have to do all these other things first. Right. But think of it as the things that you can actually change without God is like your clothes. So you can change what you look. That stuff looks like, but the stuff that's harder, the stuff that's your mindset and your habits, and that you have to get the change inside first, first. and then the those outside changes. There's only the superficial layer of stuff is what you can get rid of, right? But that superficial layer is not enough to really change you because if you don't change what's coming inside, you don't change what's on the outside. It's going to be on the appearance of it. That's one thing that kind of puts me in mind of that is freshly cleaning out your car, like vacuuming it out on the out, on the inside, getting everything cleaned out, but the whole time you're standing in your dirt driveway and then you get back in and it's just yeah dirt. You know, you have to change not only what you put and what you do to clean up, that has to happen, I think, the inside, but you also have to change a lot of the atmosphere of where you're at yeah. or the environment of where you're at. Because if you clean up in a place but instantly go put your feet back in the mud, you're going to track mud back into the car. That's yeah. a good analogy. You know, yeah. So you got to not only clean up the inner parts of 
what's going on in you, what you're receiving in, what you're bringing in. You need the Holy Spirit's help to do that. That's right. He's the only one that can. But on the same token, you need your help too, changing where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, who you're staying, who you're around. If you hang around in the mud pit, you're going to get muddy. Yeah. You're going to get dirty. So I think that's a big, that's a big thing. And I kind of put it this way. Think of a lot of the things that we look at because we always, we've always treated like the 10 commandments as a top 10 list. As long as we're not doing these, if we're not doing these, it doesn't matter what other ones we do, but a lot of those, they have their roots somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So if you say, okay, I'm not stealing, I'm not doing this, but the thoughts of jealousy and the things that make you do that are still in your head. So if you take like this bottle of water, you keep filling it with jealousy and all that, eventually it's going to overfill and you're going to get the thieving. You're going to get the exactly. cheating and all that stuff. So you have to change what's being put in. Right. And then there's not going to be any room for anything else. And how many knows it's beautiful to be overflowing with the Holy Spirit? Exactly. Amen. Being overflowed with joy, being overflowed with happiness, yes. being overflowed with gentleness or long suffering. It feels good to be overflowing with that stuff instead of hatred, jealousy, bitterness, strife, envy, you know, yep. covetousness, all these things. You don't want to be filled with that because when that pours out, it's ugly. Yeah. And when the other stuff pours out, it's all good. It's wonderful. Yeah. It, it's beneficial to everybody. That's the thing. The other stuff, when it pours out, it's not beneficial to anybody, least of all yourself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. All right. You got any thoughts on that, Patty, on modesty? Modesty? I kind of agree with Casey with the appearance, but we do need the Holy Spirit to guide us because that's what's going to give us that uh, conscience of what we're looking like. Right. What we're coming to church like. How we're speaking, um, yeah. Because at first we're coming as we are. Yep. That's yep. how we're supposed to come anyway. Exactly. Come you as you are. But at first when you first walk into a church and you've never been to church before, you probably don't know that you gotta cover up your your private parts, you know. Right, right. That's supposed to be for Sacred. closet safe, right. you know, closet security, whatever you want to exactly. call it, privacy. And and you come in and the Holy Spirit tells you to cover up right modest appearance yep um but then the holy spirit will tell you to cover up mm-hmm. nobody needs to go up to you and tell you to cover up right they shouldn't it's not the place yeah it isn't the place and and we should allow them to be told by the holy spirit right because that way they don't get church hurt and yeah, they exactly. don't walk out the door i only have one redacted redactment to that statement uh-huh. i think from the doors to the altar. Yeah. Yep. You're good. When mm-hmm. you get behind the pulpit, obviously the leadership should have enough within them to say that you have to be to a certain level, obviously. But I think like you're saying, come as you are, the Holy Spirit will guide you. And when it's your right time, I think you'll start making the right changes and right. it'll be visible. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't grow up in church. I know you guys did. Right. So I had my idea of what... <laughs> was nice and what was clean and presentable. And I got told, they said, just dress, wear something nice. That's what your grandpa told me, just wear something nice. So I'm like, okay. I come to church. I've got a nice Hawaiian shirt on, and I've got a nice pair of shorts. Exactly. And now I have a nice Hawaiian shirt, and I wear suit pants. Right. <laughs> and that's okay work. And I even have an, I have a couple actual suit shirts that are <laughs> Hawaiian or Christmas-themed Theme, as well. Yeah. Well, that's good. Good, so, good input on all of that. That's a good topic. Not saying that Mark has great fashion choices. I do, though. But you don't have to change everything about who you are or how you present yourself no. to no, be you, godly. 
you have mm. an appearance that will counteract or bear witness with somebody else, you know? Right. Like, would I come to church in a Hawaiian print suit coat? No. No. Probably not, Casey. (laughs) Definitely not. But I'm saying Mark can continue to dress in the way that he thinks is nice and still dress modestly. Being a Christian doesn't mean you have to give up everything about your personality. You were created the way that you were for a specific reason. And I'm not the judge of what is good and what is not. And that's why all my sermons are nerdy because I am a nerd. So that's (laughs) that's I I can only do what I know. You come as you are, not as somebody else. Exactly. And like we heard before, the way you are before, like the things that you're passionate about before, when you come to God, you are should be that same passionate type of person. You just now have new things you're like. So if you're a if you were loud, you know, in what you thought before, right? You get saved. You should be loud now about your salvation, right? If you had certain attitudes you had about certain things, now have that same type of attitude about your salvation and how you share. Your faith with people. Exactly. God created you in a certain way. He just wants you to use it the way he created it. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That's why I'm loud, because I'm always loud. Hey, <laughs> you're hearing no complaints from us. No, we're not mad at you. No, but we will see. Uh, we may be having a uh, a bouncy competition between you and Michael, and if we can ever get Michelle out of her shell completely. <laughs> All right. Next question, Mark. All right. Next on the list is social media, Let's talk which to is the heavy. Guru. Yeah, we're going to talk. The one who is currently on her social media right now. Hey, I'm currently using Google to look up different topics. Oh. But um, (laughs) we've got a good list. Yeah, I know. But we'll take more. I think that it depends on how you use it in a lot of things. Um, I think it can be a great help to the ministry. There are people who may never be able to attend a church. Maybe they're you know, homebound sick. There are people that are bedbound who can't leave home. Yeah. Right. And if a church, we stream on Facebook. Or the weather is bad. Or the weather is bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Simple, people yeah. who don't have the chance to get there, they have the ability, ability, the platform where they can still receive the word. Mm-hmm. And I think it can be a help even to individuals who do come to church. You can look and you can find things that are godly. You can find things that are Christian or encouraging. But it can also be a detriment in a lot of ways because if you're not looking for the good stuff, chances are you aren't going to find it whenever you open it. You're going to find something. It's just if you're looking for the right thing or not. Depends what you're looking for or what you're looking at. I think with the the canceling of everyone's like, it's so bad. You can't get on it. Everything you see is bad. Everything you see is ugly. Let's get away from it. Let's run. Like Joseph ran, you know, from Potiphar's wife, let's get out of it. There's temptation there. Of course, if you have temptation of it, don't look. Yeah. It's easier not to look than to wish you wouldn't, you know, Mm -hmm. or wish you hadn't. So with that being said, if everybody who is, I'm not even going to say righteous, none of us are righteous. Yeah. If anybody who is even slightly Christian backs off, who does that leave the platform to? That's what your dad always says, you know, because he, he thought about, he'd canceled his Facebook a few times, deactivate it. And then he said, it, you know, Holy Spirit told him one day, it's like, you know, if all the Christians go off of the social media, who's left? Who's left? We got to uh, kind of, not. I wouldn't say even out the bad because there's no match to good. Exactly. Good is not the opposite of bad. It's the, the reaction when good's taken away. That's exactly. what's left. You know, so we are, we're saying, okay. 
we're going to stay on this. We're going to filter what we see based on, you know, our follows and what we're liking and what we're looking for. We're going to keep that as pure as possible. And with that, we're going to load and share so many good things, so many Bible scriptures, so many encouraging words, so many uh, so many scriptures, so many prayers, so many things, you know, so many groups. We're going to create groups. We're going to put singing on there. We're going to put worship on there. We're going to put preaching on there. Yeah. I don't want to get be one of the people that tries to say that um, the pandemic we went through was of the devil. Right. But if it was, it was his worst mistake. Yeah. Because now he's got it. Because of that, we know how to put stuff out that people can see if they can't make it. Right. Whereas before, everyone was, if you're not in person, you're out of luck. There's nothing, right. But it's like, okay, so now we know we had to learn how to still have church without people being there. We had to learn how to get on our feeds and post things so that people could still contact us since you couldn't technically physically be near each other or so many people around each other. So now that we are going back and while there are some churches that didn't open back up, there were a lot that really did. And there's a lot that not only did they open up, they have grown their online presence for stuff and they are now being viewed even more than say the 70, 80 people that sit inside the building. Whether you believe it or not, or like it or not, the internet and social media is the fastest way we can spread the gospel. Yeah, that's true. You cannot think of anything. I can be, I can send a message right now all the way across the world and it'll be there right now. Yes. As soon as you send it, you know. And, you, and we want to reach the people right now. The, what is it? The Generation Z. Yeah. The millennials. They Gen all X, use their phones. You everybody, know? yeah. Generation Z, Generation X, Generation millennials. Everyone. Everybody. Yeah. But all the tech sa- savvy guys, you know. Was it Paul that said, when I'm with Gentiles, I am a Gentile? Yep. Yeah. When I'm with the Greeks, I'm a Greek. When I'm with the Jews, I'm yes. a Jew. In Rome, I'm Roman. You have to learn how to reach the audience you have to that adapt. you are. Yeah. You have to adapt to a certain extent. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing. He didn't compromise his faith or his belief. That's it's it. just yes. if something that he knew he could do offended the Jews, he didn't do it while he was with them. It's exactly. something that he knew that he was allowed to do by God uh, – offended the Romans or the Greeks. Right. When he was with them, he didn't do that. But we're doing it to edify the church. Exactly. exactly. So he did it, and it wasn't because he felt bad about what he was doing. He's like, you know, if, if there's something that I know, because I can handle it right now, I know I can do this, and I can handle this. Right. But these other guys are still learning that it's okay to do these things. They're still going to have issues with it. They have to come to terms in themselves that this is okay before – it's safe for us to do all of the things that we are free to do right. because we don't want it to risk pushing someone back instead of Helping lifting them, them up. Yeah. He presented himself and the gospel in a way that would make it best received by the people he was speaking to. Understandable. Yeah. I like what they did with the Romans. They had, cause they have all their, all their gods with little G's. Yeah. Well, they had a God that was an unseen God that, no name, no nothing, but he was kind of like the creator of a lot of stuff. So when he was talking to them, he's like, you've known about God all along. It's this unseen one that you don't know that's behind everything. Right. And all these other ones aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> They're just things that you're making up for, you know, all oh, the crops are bad. Well, this one's not happy or things like that. But it's like the real one you can trust is this one that you don't have a name to put to. <laughs> well, here's a name you can put to it. Right. And here's the name of his son you can put to it. Right. 
Good. Next topic. I think we stomped that one out. Yeah. Another one that is dear to all of us. Talk about worship music. So I know we've talked about it a little bit here and there before, but we were talking more about it before we started recording about a lot of like the dangers and the pitfalls of it as well. I think, <clears throat> now this is my hot take on it. If the worship music is more for entertainment than for your eternal destination, if it has, if it doesn't have Jesus involved, if it doesn't have the gospel involved in some way, if it doesn't have even a, a even a story of uh, what do you call it a testimony? Yeah. If it's a testimony song and they, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, that's I consider that biblical. Um, if it lines up biblically, let's run it. If it, if it has Jesus involved correctly, and if it has the gospels demonstrated correctly, let's run it. You know, and I don't send think, it. I, I think I think it's use as much as you can, write as much as you can. Why wouldn't we want to edify the name of the Lord as much as we possibly can from here on earth? You know, he said, if I be lifted up, I draw all men. There's more than one way to lift him up. I know it's. I know they're talking about if I be lifted up, you draw men, meaning that he's going to be lifted up on the cross. Yeah, I was going to say he was lifted up. He literally was lifted up. But I think if we lift him up with our voices from this earth, he's going to start drawing men. Yeah. All men unto himself. Not to our church, not to our building, not to our music, not to our songs, but to him. Yeah. That's right. Or I would I'd be okay with saying to the church because the church is where you find it. all the people. Right, right, right. Not the building. And it was good that you separated those because... There's the misconception we've always had that the the church itself is just a building, but it's not. It's the people yeah, within it. Yeah. Yep. So, like, whether it's here in Bangor, whether it's there in Eau Claire, whether it's in Benton Harbor, Cass, wherever it's at, right? He's drawing men to some part of the church, and I like what um, the one elder lady said at the uh, ceremony for installing you guys. Yeah. When he was, um, the pastor Matthew was so concerned with closing it down for a Sunday to come to here. Yeah. And she said, well, they're a part of the, a branch of the church, right? Well, yeah. Well, well, if you close it down, there's still a branch open. So you can't really completely close the church down no can't matter do what. It. Exactly. So, what do you feel about it, Casey? I walk back and forth a lot of times in opinions. I think that. Like you said, if you're more concerned with the entertainment value of it than you are the actual value of the worship, then that's an issue. But at the same time, there are worship songs that have probably reached people that weren't 100% written outside of looking for entertainment value or to get, you know, I don't know how music works, royalties or whatever. Yeah. But they've reached somebody, they've had a message. It kind of brings me to a mindset that God can use whoever and however he wants to get right. his message across. I do think that as you progress in your walk, you should be aware of the people who are putting out the music that you talk to, what their beliefs actually are, what they're actually... The story behind, yeah. Right. But I also think that you shouldn't discount something that is worship music or that's for God because of the creator of it, because humans are failable or fallible. Fall we can fail. Yeah. You know, but just because we can fail or fall, that doesn't mean that God doesn't get the glory for the things that were created for him. Right. I'm sure each of the apostles, each of the disciples had their moments before and after the crucifixion. Right. Where they were not the greatest, 
but we don't look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and say, well, they messed up this one time, so we're just going to discount that. Yeah, exactly. Especially so, not Casey's beloved disciple of Matthew. Hey. <laughs> I, I think, too, um, worship, like just like with social media, I think it progresses Yeah, to reach certain ears, and, and some people get hung up whether or not you can sing new songs in church. Oh, yeah. You got to think at one point in time, the songs that you were singing were new to somebody, yeah. you know, and somebody probably had to fight to get them in there. You know, it's like, no, this is the new worship song. It's like, well, that'll sound like worship to me. We're not singing it. It's like, okay, well, now we're, we're singing it and it's from 1800, but it, it wasn't always 1800 when it came out. You know, there was something different <laughs> before. Yeah. So I think it should be progressing, obviously, with a filter on it. Right. I think you should be. Um, we'll say background checking and screening everything that comes through to make sure that it's not just an emotional drag. A lot of the stuff is entertain entertainment and geared to grabbing your emotions and trying to get you to react to the emotional side of things. But I think at the same respect, who are you to say what God is using? Yeah. I want to say something on that. And we got, I want to hear what Patty has to say on that too. But when you talk about the emotions and you're talking about <clears throat> how some of the music's not always written necessarily a hundred percent as Christian music. There's so there are people that will make music just because it gets your emotions feeling a certain way. Right. And we know my opinion on feelings and emotions. They're, they ain't Lord. Lord, Yeah. But here's the same thing. You can write Christian music that has that reaction without having to appeal to the emotions, because if it is in the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit can cause those emotions, those same reactions without exactly. you having to force it with the music to start with. And I think the more you try to try to get reaction to come out, the further you suppress the reaction. And I think if you just said, okay, Holy Spirit, you use this song according to your will, how it fits for everybody, how yeah. it fits for this lifestyle, how it fits for that, how it, how you how you want it to work, and boom. Because like you take yourself out of the equation and put the Holy Spirit in the equation, you don't have to try to re- try to get a reaction out of somebody. And that's the thing. I bet if you studied music that was built and written just to cause an emotional reaction versus music that was built for worship and that the Spirit can use to cause that reaction, I would put my money on, and I don't like to gamble because I don't like gambling at all. I'm against it. Right. That the... Um, the amount of joy that came from that music or the amount, the, the sincerity or the, the amount of the reaction that came from the one will be greater than the one that was written just to cause that reaction. Exactly. And let's be honest about it, too. What happened when Saul had an evil spirit on him? Who did he call? David. With what? Music. His harp. So music has a spiritual reaction involved with it. There is spiritual... Um, connections involved in music, and I think you should really sort out which ones have and which ones don't have. Yeah. I say use them. Absolutely. I think it's something you have to be intentional about, too. Exactly. It's one thing. You can listen to a worship song, and that's good. I will stand by the fact that your atmosphere can shift in a moment, depending on what you're putting into your mind and your thoughts. Right. But... There's a difference between listening to worship music and intentionally worshiping through the music that you're listening to or participating in singing or producing. I think whenever you're being intentional about what you're listening to, intentional about what you're doing, that's where you allow the Holy Spirit to move in it rather than just doing it 
because it's the thing to do, I guess. Like a lip service. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You got to do it from the heart. Yeah. You got to remember who you're praising, who you're worshiping, you know, because it can overwhelm you, like kind of like a fame thing. Like, yeah, we're singing, we're sounding good. We want to sound good in a way because we want it to sound good. But do we want it to sound good for the people or do we want it to sound good for God? Right. Exactly. Which one do you want more? I want God to be pleased. <laughs> I want God to be pleased. Exactly. Yes. Because we got to remember who we give reverence to. Right. We give him reverence to God himself. We're singing for him. We're bringing people into worship right. as worship leaders. Leading them. We're leading them into worship. So we're giving them to God. We're bringing them together, all one body, coming in one mind, one accord, worshiping the one true God. Right? Yes. And that's what we want to do. And if the song is bad, it doesn't matter. As long as who it's going to. And if the words go straight to him and they speak life mm -hmm. and they speak worship and praise and thanksgiving to him, that's what matters. Exactly. Here's a thought that just came to my head. Um, you, we know the phrase, you can't lead a horse to water. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Mm -hmm. So with the worship, you can lead them into worship. But it's going to take the spirit to make them actually act on it. Exactly. You're, you're not going to. You're not. Casey's not going to beat them over the head with a keyboard and make them all of a sudden start worshiping and, and praising. Even sometimes, you know, they don't want to enter in. You it's can't hard. stop it if God gets you going. You have, <laughs> to keep, you have to keep moving because you are the leader. Visible representation. Have show, you have to show yep. them how to. We're ambassadors of Christ. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We're supposed to be showing and shining our light. But, Let the little light shine that we got. And I believe once we are showing them, they're going to follow. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we get in the flesh and we're like, come on, wake up. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do something. But at the same time, we shouldn't have to do that. He's seeking those who will worship him in, in spirit, spirit and, and in truth. truth. So with that, I think we're going to stop this and we're going to go on to next week. We got some more. We got some oh, yeah, more we, topics for you. We want to uh, expound on them as as best as we can. And the thing I think we need to leave off with tonight is become a true worshiper with God. Become yeah. a true worshiper, and it doesn't start on Sunday morning. Hear me loud and clear. Sunday Correct. morning and Sunday night are not the place where worship is uh, born. Worship is born at home alone with God. Worship is born when you start really realizing who you are praising and who you are praying to. Worship is one of these things that you have to become a uh, uh, an addict in. You know, as, yep. as strongly as, as some of us were addicted to some things, we need to be addicted to worshiping and and praising the one true, living, holy, sanctified, uh, sovereign, all powerful all-knowing God of Israel, God of the Bible, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's the one who we need to be praising and worshiping. And the other reason that it's important with the worship, with those other days of the week, where, where when you're in church, the reason that you know worship can't start there is because in church, we're all around people. We all get along like with, we're like-minded. So that's yeah. not a struggle. But worship starts at home because worship is also a weapon. That's what can fight all those problems that you have between Sunday to Sunday that gets you then to have that joyful representation once you get to Sunday. Now, now you're around people you're not fighting anymore. You're around 
people that are supporting you. Right. Intentional living. Yep. Be intentional. Worship. Praise the one true living God. And go on the attack with and your with, calling. And with that, <laughs> we're going to say we love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Ready to Preach. We hope that something that has been said today will aid you in your journey both in Christianity and in the pursuit of becoming ready to preach. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Redemption Church, and share us with your friends. If you have any questions for us or topics you would like for us to discuss, we can be reached through the Facebook's direct message or in the comments section of our posts about the podcast. We look forward to you tuning in next week.